I'm Shane Twist and welcome to Behind the Beef, a podcast that gives you a look behind the scenes and into the everyday activities of the people behind the beef. The 2021 sales season was an amazing time for Angus producers around the country, with new records seen not only at national level but for many producers on farm comparing to their sale results in previous years. 2021 saw some unbelievable statistics around sale time. At the time of recording, 175 Angus sales had been conducted, with 9,131 bulls sold to 280,000 and an average across the breed of 12,839. Texas Angus sold the top price female in 2021, DXTM508, to 65,000, with the highest female average of the year seen at Ashfield Angus Dispersal at $19,444. As of September, there has been 170 sale catalogues listed with Angus Australia. On Angus Tech, as of September 2021, there had been over a million animal searches made during the year and over 213,000 catalogue searches. Going into 2022, it is important to be prepared for your sale to ensure smooth sailing into your sale season. Today, we are joined by Angus Australia Marketing Officer, Sale Catalogue, Sam Hamilton. Many members would be familiar with Sam, given Sam has worked one-on-one with members for a number of years in both her roles in the Member Services team and more recently as part of the Marketing and Communications team. In her role, Sam is a member's point of call for the Angus Australia Sale Catalogue Services with her role ranging from providing the latest registration and performance data directly from our database through to full catalogue design and everything in between. Sam will be joining us today to discuss the sale catalogue process to assist our members in being aware of what they need to ensure is done when producing their sale catalogues. I recommend all members have a listen, even if it's just for a refresher, to make sure you are as prepped as you can be in the lead up to and during your sale catalogue production. Welcome to the podcast, Sam. Thanks for joining us. I'll just start off by asking you about your role at Angus Australia and what it entails and a little bit about yourself as well. Thanks for having me, Shane. Um, So I've been with Angus Australia since 2014. I started as just a member services officer and then as the time time went on, I went up the ranks there and become a senior MSO. And then I think it was in 2019, I was then offered the position to do sale catalogues full time. Um, in the marketing team. So I've been doing that for the past two years. Pretty much my day-to-day consists of member inquiries, just putting catalogues together. So standard, customised, semen and embryos, uh, private treaty and full design catalogues, as well as other miscellaneous stuff. There are some commonly asked questions received by Angus Australia staff regarding catalogue production. What we'll do now is just cover off a few of those frequently asked questions regarding sale catalogue services. So firstly, if I want a sale catalogue with Angus Australia, what do I need to do? Just pretty simple. Um, We've got a form online. We've got a few bits of information there as well um, for what certain catalogue services that we have available. So I just touched briefly on it earlier, but we have semen and embryo, private treaty, standard catalogue, a customised catalogue and a full design catalogue. So you just go on there, have a bit of a look to work out what kind of catalogue that you would like for us to do for you. And then you get the form, complete the form to the best of your ability and send it through along with your sale lots. So there's an Excel spreadsheet on there as well to put your sale lots in. 
and then you send it through to the email, normally mine, and then we just go from there and it just gets put online and we do the various checks to make sure the animals are active and registered on the database and um, just put it online. And then depending on what service you're after, we just go from there. So you touched on it briefly, but there are various options available through the Angus Australia Sale Catalogue service. What is a standard catalogue? A uh, standard catalogue is just where, it depends on the, the member, what they're after. Um, so it can range from just having your catalogue just put online and then to having, a st so we've got standard PDFs available, little templates. So that's automatically generated from our database. So we don't actually have to touch anything there. So it's just basically a push of a button and that information is then readily available within 10 to 15 minutes and then sent to the member. And it also includes your data extracts so the member can get their graphic designer to put together their catalogue in their own template in their own format. And what is a customised catalogue? Customised is very similar to your standard template. Um, so same process, it gets put online. We then pull the information out of the database, so the data extract. And some members, they have their own sort of template that they've created that they've used in previous years. Or there is the members where they can choose a standard template and then they can customise that standard template to what they want. So they can do EBV shading, they can remove a generation of parentage, they can opt out um, certain EBVs, they can put in additional information like structural data and Angus Pure that the New Zealanders use. So that's additional information that we can insert. And there's various other things like images as well that we can insert into those templates. What is the Angus Australia Sale Catalogue Agreement and why do members need to read it and complete it prior to getting their catalogue completed? So the Angus Australia Catalogue Agreement is just some points of what our conditions are for a catalogue done within the organisation. So it just touches on just your animal information, so what's the minimum that's to be advertised on there as well as when it comes to data extracts and re-extracting that information. So it's just important that a member that members do read that just because there's some bits in there that legally they should be including in their catalogues because there has been a few instances in the past where catalogues have had minimal information and it's actually had some really terrible repercussions for the member and it's not something that we would like our members to go through again. So yeah, it is very important that members do read that so that they know basically what the minimum requirement is. So with the minimum requirements, basically... We just ask there be a lot number, an ident, the animal's name, along with the DNA suffix, as well as what register they are, but date of birth. There's a minimum set of EBVs that's also there and genetic conditions. So that's all vital information that can affect how a client will choose an animal. And if some of that information isn't there, then it's kind of misinformed, if that's a better term to be using there. So that's why it's important to have pretty much as much information on an animal that's available because say if the registration grade of the animal, whether it's HBR, APR, isn't there and then a member buys an animal thinking and not doing their research and thinking, oh yes, this animal's HBR, I'll be able to show it. And then they look it up and it's APR. Well, you know, and if they spend a bit of money on it, well, that's a bit of waste of money there because they bought something not knowing what it actually is. Okay, moving on to the next question. You've kind of touched on it already, but... If I only want to put a sale or catalogue online with Angus Australia, what do I need to do? So that's just a standard catalogue. So all you need to do is just complete the form. It's best if you do 
if you just want it listed online, just say that you want it listed online. Otherwise, we're going to send you a data extract or we're going to be saying what kind of PDF, standard PDF template do you want and things like that. So I mean, if you just write in there straight up, here's my form, here's my sale lots. I only want it listed online only and we can do that. I want to add a PDF online with Angus Australia. What do I need to do? So this also comes back to the sale catalogue agreement that we've got in place. So basically, when we get that PDF, we need to just make sure that the information that's in that PDF is to what our agreement says. So that also comes back to the information on the animals that's been displayed. Um, we also have a, a statement that's available in our agreement as well. And any catalogue, whether it's done by Angus Australia or a third party, this disclaimer or statement should be included because it protects yourself and it also protects Angus Australia if there is any repercussions down the track with the animals information that is displayed. So once we do those checks and just make sure that the catalogue is a true representation and there's nothing kind of hidden in that, we will readily put that online and make it available for um, members to view. What are the turnaround times for catalogues that members need to be aware of? Uh, with standard catalogues, the general turnaround is between one to three working days. With customised and full design catalogues, that does vary. Normally, we have our busy peak period, which kicks off around July, and that will go way through till the end of September into October. So during that busy period, we do allow at least seven working days to complete a, um, a customised or a full design catalogue for that reason. But if it's in a, a quiet period, or an off-peak, it's normally within three days as well, four for a full one. But like I said, it does vary depending on the workload at the time and um, the seasons do affect it as well. If a member would like to add images or videos of their sale animals on Angus Tech, what must they do? With the images, so just to highlight the reason why we get this sent in this way, um, with any information on animals, we do require so to be able to identify the animal, we do require the full ident of the animal. So A, B, C, D, one, two, three, four. That's, you know, that's the animal's full ident and that's how we identify animals on our database. So with images and YouTube links, the same thing applies. We load it directly to the animal's ident. So with an image, we require the animal's ident. So A, B, C, D, one, two, three, dot JPEG, that to be the image name. So when you send that through to us, you label all your images like that. With YouTube, it's a bit more complicated only because a lot of people use outside parties to do their videoing of their sale lots. So we have kind of educated them a bit now when we do receive YouTube videos that the animal's ident is to be in the YouTube video name, um, how it appears down the bottom. But if that's not doable, we also accept a CSV and then have the animal's ident in column A in column B is the corresponding YouTube link for that animal. So what is a Sire Assured and Parentage Assured logo and how can I get them on my sale catalogue? The Sire Assured and Parentage Assured logos is just a way for members to identify when a catalogue has been either 100% Sire verified or 100% Parentage verified. So if there's a lot in that sale listing that say one for instance that has a hash on it it won't display the sire assured logo once that catalog every single lot in it has been verified to their sire or to the parentage that's when the logos appear on your online catalog and it's an automated thing um, so the database will automatically recognize when those lots have been sire verified or parentage verified 
You spend a lot of time liaising with graphic designers and printers. What do they need to be aware of when they're putting together a client sale catalogue? Yeah, that's right. So with the graphic designers, obviously they're doing as asked by our members, but it would be beneficial if they were to as well familiarise themselves with some of our agreement terms and conditions. So when I send them and when I send through the files to the graphic designers and the printers, I have a bit of a spiel in that email to say, this is what should be there, this is what not should be there, make sure this is included. So a lot of graphic designers neglect to read it. So I guess in future, it would be good for them to just, you know, because information changes all the time. So it would be good for them to read what's sent through just to kind of aid that a bit too with what we're trying to achieve with our services and try and make sure that um, everything is to how it's to be legal wise. Angus Australia's rules and regulations, along with the catalogue service agreement, clearly sets out what the current requirements are for animal information to be displayed within a sale catalogue produced either by Angus Australia or directly by a member. Essentially, these documents cover the do's and don'ts associated with any catalogue. While a member may think there are too many rules with Angus Australia on what information I need to display when selling my animals or genetics, I'll just do my own thing. Why is it important for members to follow the rules and regulations? Pretty much it comes back to, as I highlighted earlier, there's some legalities that come into it. With Angus Australia, we do have regulations around how information is displayed. So such as the suffixes on the animal's names, like that's a regulation. So, you know, I believe that should be adhered to. Legalities, as a client, you deserve to know the rights to what you're buying. If the information, there's the saying of having too much information and not having enough information. Not having enough information would be not fully trying to sell your product. You know, it's HBR, it's free of all genetic conditions, um, things like that. But then if those animals are not favourable, it's also, it's not a good look for your image as a stud either like if you just think oh I'm going to drop out those genetic conditions because it's 50% DD it's you're hiding something from the client and you got to put yourself in their position if I buy this animal and I didn't know it was DD 50% and I use it over my herd and then I find out well what are you going to do with your animals now it's a carrier kind of thing um, so I guess it's quite important legality for those reasons not to withhold information yeah so excluding vital information from a catalogue does leave the representation that you do have something to hide as a stud and then it I guess it would leave you with the impression from other people that you're not honest that your herd is not what you say it is kind of thing it also comes down to submitting DNA and your information and then having that also readily available. But then you've got to do it in time so that that information is available when you want it. So it's all about timing really. So in the long and the short of it, display as much information as you can. Don't withhold it. This is the thing like with terms and conditions, nobody really reads them. And let's be honest, nobody really does. I don't. I tick the little box. I don't read the terms and conditions on Apple. But um, that's the thing. Don't put information that you think is vital in your sale information page because nine times out of 10 people skim over that and they don't really take too much notice. The information on particular animals vary. So one animal could be a 5% carrier for DD, one could be free. Don't just, uh, you know, don't just assume they're all gonna be free and things like that. And um, 
just write a little disclaimer in your sale notes and just say all oh, animals are free untested or free or something like that each animal is different you need to treat them all different so the information is different so make sure that information on the particular animal is there and readily available to be read so that there there is no hidden information on the other hand they could be leaving out information without the intention of hiding anything but because your sale catalogue is a representation of your business of your animals by leaving it out it may give an impression that's not your intention at all but it still it has that lasting effect due to the fact that having that information on there is pretty vital in terms of selling your animals. That's right. And having the thought that, oh, the, you know, my clients, they won't know what these suffixes are. They don't know what these new genetic, like, you know, if there's a new genetic condition, they don't know what that is. <clears throat> We've got information for catalogues for that kind of thing. And we're pretty vocal about any changes or anything like that on our um, social media pages and on our website and in e-news. So we're doing our best to try and educate your clients as well as what you are. But, you know, we have the information there readily available and we give it to, say, your graphic designer or whatnot. So just use it because it's up to you to also educate your, educate your clients because if you don't put in your catalogue what a suffix is well they're never going to really know because they might not get on our website and have a look so yeah. that's another benefit of actually getting our services is that we've got all the information there readily available to try and educate your clients too so that you're also up to date with the current happenings with um, the Angus breed itself try and keep your clients up to date as well like there's only so much we can do as an organisation the buck does also fall with the member to ensure that they've got current information in their catalogues as well um, and they're keeping an eye out for any changes too. So what is the cost of getting a sale catalogue through the Angus Australia Sale Catalogue Service? So the cost for the service um, for your sale lots, it's $6.60 per animal. So that includes your reference size as well. To have a catalogue designed, so that includes your customised and your full catalogue, it's $99 per hour or part thereof. We do have some miscellaneous charges and that is the re-extraction of the information. So if you decide that you want the next current information on your sale lots, it is a $2.20 per animal to extract that information again. And that's in terms of an EBV run? Yeah, or your DNA, recent, like current your DNA. Um, if you want all that information displayed as well as your genomics and things like that. If you, decide, if you decide that you would like also in that same token with the EBV run, if you wanted a new quick reference table, that's $16.50. So there is a few miscellaneous costs there, but normally if a member does email and say, I think I would like this EBV run based on this, you know, this reason, whether it's new EBVs or DNA, well, I normally get back to them and say, to them, okay, that's fine, we can do that, but please be aware there is additional cost to do that and we tell them how much it'll be. Is there anything else that you can think of that members need to be aware of when it comes to sale catalogues, being the expert? <laughs> I guess time has proven the effectiveness of our services. I've seen a significant growth this year in catalogues being listed online. It is a useful tool to be listing it online because not only is it available on our website, it, we also promote your catalogue on our social media pages. So you might have, if you're on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram, you would have seen that we do advertise those people's catalogues on there and that's free. Like it's included in the service. The service is pretty good for what you get. For a standard catalogue, $6.60 per lot. In that you get a data extract or a standard template. 
you get your catalog promoted on our social media pages and you get to put any as many as you want videos and YouTube videos on those sale lots for $6.60 per lot. I think that's a pretty good deal. So my encouraging thing is get your catalog online with us. And I'd also like to note, if you do get your sale catalogue listed online with Angus Australia, you get a 20% discount off of advertising on the Angus Australia website. Bit of cross-promotion there. <laughs> get a free fries with your burger. <laughs> All right, so if anybody would like to get a sale catalogue through Angus Australia, how do they get in contact with you? For members to get in contact with me, you can drop me an email, sam at angusaustralia.com.au. Um, or you can hop on the website and send me an email through there and my direct number is on there as well. So just give me a call and I'll happily discuss with anyone what their requirements might be for any catalogue that they would like to do in the future. I think that brings us to the end of the interview unless there's anything else that you can think of. The only message I have is to please have patience and be prepared for the sale season. Don't register your calves two months out or a month out from your sale and then panic wanting EBVs and the staff in the office to work miracles. We can't, we've got deadlines and timelines to work to as well. You know, there's other members wanting our services too. You know, get yourself sorted, get your animals registered, get your DNA in early. You know, obviously with scanning, there is that wait to try and fit in with everyone else, but try and get on top of all that stuff and get at least a good portion of it done prior to your sale season because I think I calculated it takes 12 months to to get your animals ready for your sale. So yeah, yeah, use that as a guide. As soon as they're born, start getting stuff ready for your sale to sell them because it's going to come up really quick and you're going to be in a panic if you don't have stuff sorted. And then I'm in a panic. I would like to note also that we will have an episode in a couple of months regarding the timeframes that you need to adhere to to make sure that you're ready for sale season. So keep an ear out for that episode. I think Sam will be making another appearance. <laughs> oh, they'll love that. Okay, well, thanks again for joining us, Sam. I really appreciate you taking time out of your busy schedule to have a chat with us about sale catalogues. Thank you very much for having me on your show. And uh, I hope everyone got what they needed out of that one regarding their sale catalogues. to the end of today's episode once again thank you to all of our listeners for tuning in for another episode and supporting the behind the beef podcast we really appreciate it if you enjoyed what you heard today make sure you've subscribed to the podcast and leave us a rate and review and also let us know if there's anything you want to hear from us in upcoming episodes today's recommendation is the angus connect a focus on the asbp event Angus Australia invites all Angus seed stock and commercial breeders to an online event covering some of the great work going on as part of the Angus Sire benchmarking program. The Angus Connect, a focus on the ASBP event, is not to be missed and will include presentations delivered by Angus Australia staff and a series of guest presenters. Topics will cover Angus Australia's commitment to the ASBP, the results from Cohort 9, a breeder's perspective on the ASBP, building the reference, assisted reproduction, carcass value, do EBVs and selection indexes work, and future opportunities with the ASBP. 
The event will be streamed from the Angus Australia YouTube channel from 7pm Australian Eastern Daylight Time on Thursday the 18th of November 2021. So make sure you're tuning in. Something else to look forward to is our remaining episodes of Behind the Beef to round out 2021. Next episode, we'll be delving into the Angus Verified program in the lead up to Wiener sales, and in December, we'll be rounding out the year that was. So make sure you're tuning into those episodes. That's all we have time for today. So thanks again, everyone, and we'll catch you on the next one.